0: Is one of the founding members of Benfica Independent. Benfica Independent is an independent platform made by fans for fans. And in it, you can find opinion articles, podcasts, including ours truly, and also modalidades, if you will. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com backslash Benfica Independent, uh, where you can get merch, you can sign to get exclusive content, and share your Benficaism.
1: Se no É uma
2: região muito grande. e que creio que é, que é, que é mental. Calma
1: Ser Benfica.
0: What's going on everybody? Welcome to another edition of The Talking to the Doll Benfica podcast. My name is Alfredo Fumaças, With you as always, Every Tuesday or Wednesday night, whatever uh, it falls on, uh, well, here we are to talk the latest Benfica. And what a day we've had as Benficistas. Cristiano Oliveira, as always, what's happening, my
1: friend? Oh, Fredo Fumasas. Let me just start off by saying that right before we went live, I was sitting here dragging ass, complaining about a fever, possible flu, possible cold, possibly nothing. We'll never know. But still, I don't feel terrific right now and once i heard that freaking intro bro i'm ready to go i'm ready to go run a couple of laps for verissimo i'm ready to do whatever it takes bro Bora.
0: what's going on div de Oliveira? running the show as always
2: good to be back on here tonight hope everyone had a great christmas uh hope santa claus was well to uh all the freddies they got the freddies coming in uh in the chat uh already but uh good to be back on and uh i'm sure uh, Chris has nothing to talk about tonight, so it's uh, you and I, Alfredo, that are doing uh, most of the talking uh, tonight here.
0: Yeah. Hello to all the Freddies that are coming in. Fabs, Davian, Brun Singer, Singer, and Nelson Gafania so far. Yo. From my Gafanya,
1: From my Gafania, bro. One of my seven. I don't know. From
0: Gafania to, to your Gaffania. From oh. my Gaffania to your Gaffania.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Gafania is the best. No, Which one? Gefania. There's
0: multiple Gafanhãs.
1: There's like seven of them, but it's alright. Don't worry about it.
2: It's like the seven dwarfs. Well, there's shit. a gafanya for every mood. But in, one in... street though that runs through all seven, right? And tonight <laughs>
1: I'm the sleepy one. Yo, man, you
2: you shh, 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 shh,
1: shh. You, you belong in the Surpa. but you don't even you don't <laughs> comment on the mainline. Not hey,
0: If you could say you're from Stubal, Dave could say he's from gafanya also.
1: I am from Stubal, bro. Stop hating. <laughs> I'm from gafanya i I'm from Aveiro. I'm from Stúbel. I'm from Alkshit, and uh, my heart's in Lisbon at uh, Stade de Luz, so look, technically, i got a bunch of uh, homes.
0: You're an international man of mystery. See? You know no boundaries. You belong to the world. You're you're a citizen of the world.
1: A, What's a going Swiss on, everybody? Army, a Swiss Army knife. Portuguese Army knife. Sabe como é que é?
0: What's going on? Só <laughs> tem uma faca para cortar o queijo e para cortar o... É negócio de queijo, mas
1: eu corto para os outros, porque sou é o gajo bom. Estás <laughs> a ver? Ofereço, ofereço o queijo.
0: So anyway, here we are. Uh, December 28th, 2021, our last show of this 2021 year. and And what a day it has been and what a year it has been. Of course, if you haven't been... Uh, hiding under the rock, uh, you'd know that um, that JJ has stepped down. Uh, we found the news today. There was uh, some 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 buzz yesterday that uh, that JJ was going to step down, um, and then this morning, if you live here in the, in this side of the world, uh, you woke up to uh, tweets confirming that JJ had stepped down, mutual uh, decision. That's how it was uh, announced, Um, and uh, I don't don't know,
1: Cristiano. Wait, how? Wait, wait. Uh, This this is the confusing part. He stepped down, but they're still paying him until June.
0: Yeah, I thought he said
1: there was was the agreement. You cut out whatever you want, you still getting paid. You cut your cake, and you still have it. So come on. I I thought it was again. They're framing it as a a mutual agreement to both go our separate ways, right? Uh, or to go their separate ways, I should say. But that, <laughs> the fact that Benfica is still paying them until June leads me to believe that he was fired. Massage Mike, yeah, they're putting that makeup on the pig and trying to make it look pretty. I'm afraid of that. That's the only <laughs> thing I can think of, man. Because if it was mutual, like, look, bro, you go your way, I go my way, sayonara. We don't continue to pay your salary. If you chose to walk away on me.
0: Everything about this looks fishy, man. Even this this presser that they did, man. Fire. It was so staged. Era so fucking staged. I mean, uh, like merda.
1: Like,
0: like Rui Costa and, and JJ couldn't hug outside the presser. They had to hug for the media to take a picture. It's it's it it, it just speaks volumes as far as to uh how the club has has been and has been run and, and who's running uh this club. I'll give you a little bit of timeline, right? So we could give some some context context to to all of this, right? So after the Porto game, uh in the locker room, Pizzi uh spoke up. Spoke up saying that he was embarrassed, uh that uh the players weren't putting in the effort, that this is embarrassing and they don't like he doesn't like losing to Porto and there's guys just going through the motion. Basically, he called out the whole squad, right? As And as a captain, maybe he has the right to do that. Luizão stepped in, right? And Luizão said, hey, before you criticize everyone, you should also look at yourself. Because as we all know, uh, Pizzi hasn't been, uh, at least from his body language, as committed as he should be as a captain, as a role model, as a, as an example setter. Uh, and then you have uh, Rui Pedro which was the guy that Perfica... Uh, hired to replace Tiago Pinto uh came out and defending JJ I mean defending Pizzi. all of this without JJ being there right so fast forward uh fast forward to uh to Monday uh and apparently before the training session JJ confronted Pizzi about what had happened what he had said uh and apparently they exchanged some words and JJ decided he was going to uh he was going to uh to, to push Pizzi off, or he was gonna say, "Oh, uh, with me you won't you won't play anymore." It, it's it's a little bit of fuzzy. I don't know if it was Monday or if it was Tuesday. I think Monday he gave the, the 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 day off to the team, so it was I think it was today.
1: So no, no, it was it was Sunday. He gave the day off because uh, Grimald had and Grimaldi tested positive, so technically they were supposed to come back to training on on Monday, and then that's when this whole brouhaha went on. Yeah. So
0: he had a conversation with Pizzi, said, I'm, I'm going to put I'm going to put you aside. You're not going to play with me anymore. And apparently there was a revolt on the team where the team said that we're not going to train. We're not going to train today if that's the way you're going to act. They took Pizzi's side, blah, 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 blah. So they ended up not having a training session on Monday also, from what I understand. Um, and I think at that point, uh, then today, Rui Costa decided, no, 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 Pizzi is is back with the team. And I think this is that that's a straw that broke the camel's back is when uh, JJ said basically that he felt that the locker room was against him uh, and he was just going to step down. I mean, to me, it makes a lot of sense when the, the team's not with you. And look, we, we have seen signs of this uh, throughout the past few months. Uh, when the team is not with you, Hey the best thing you have to do is is, is step down because if you've lost the team that that's it there's there's nothing else you're going to do uh to bring the team back um
1: did he lose the team did he did he resign or quote unquote resign because he felt he lost the team or because he felt he lost his voice in the locker room to, due to the fact that management kind of stepped on his assistant coaches um you know when that whole stuff happened with PZ in the locker room what, what what do you think? What do you, what would you guess, Alfredo? Um, say that again. <laughs> Dave, do you think he resigned due to the fact that he lost the locker room or the fact that he lost his voice in the locker room because management overstepped his assistant coaches oh. when I guess they were telling him about you? But w- wasn't I?
0: that wasn't that the, isn't that the same losing control losing control? I think no, Chris because losing the say... players
1: and losing manage because you can lose the players, but if 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 the president, if the powers that be up top say, "Look, at the end of the day, you you don't have to like it. This is your coach. Do what you got to do." It, the fact that the that that the you know, the people up top didn't back him up, I think that's really the straw that broke the camel's back.
0: No, no, I I agree with that. And he there, a couple days ago he had said on the media or something came out on the media that he felt that he wasn't supported by the, the structure. And and I get that. Um, and here's the other thing, man, all these leaks of information since the Otamendi, uh, blow up, which was in, in, in Munich, if I'm not mistaken, right. Um, since that Ottoman that the, the club came out and denied everything, um, there, there's somebody on the inside that's giving out this mess, this this information to the media, right, with the intent of destabilizing the team. I don't know if it was a player. I don't know if it was somebody in the structure, but it could have been very well. Who who would have this benefited, right? If you want to get the coach out, would have been the players, right? So it could have been Pizzi, it could have been Andre Almeida, it could have been, it could have been any player just giving out this information, just just letting it out. Um, i just don't know but i tend to agree with you uh cristiano because if 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 the structure is happy with the coach and they believe in, the, in in the coach and they believe in in what's being done in the plan uh i think they they take a step and say hey get in line he's the boss he's our coach and we're sticking to him and look you, you're an a salaried employee you got to do what we tell you but i think that there was something there um that that prevented uh that prevented JJ to have more of a footing uh or in this decision making process or even in 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 everything that happened uh and of course there's a lot of rumors saying that um that there wasn't a lot of people that wanted JJ to come back after last season obviously there's there's a lot of money involved uh but i think that uh it was it was in the cards it was in the cards uh i think that it was very important that the team made the champions league because of obviously financial reasons. Uh, It was important that the team got a fast start in the league Uh, and the team did that. And JJ did that. So I don't know if you wanted to uh, destabilize the team from, from the very, very early on and they just let JJ run with it. Because after all, I think that uh, after everything that happened last, uh, last season uh, and then the excuses that came after COVID, 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 obviously those are, those things are, are valid. Uh those things are valid. But um I don't think that uh JJ's was a consensual um choice for a lot of the directive and even even the players. Um so we here we are. Uh and like I said, that that press conference and, and John Gomes was saying that um not even one word about Veríssimo, not even one word to the fans. Uh right. So it was all about uh it didn't work out. Sorry. Thank you for everything that you've done. Bye bye. No questions. Um, and to me, it, it, the whole thing just, just looked odd. It just, it, I don't think, it, you don't get the, the feeling that Rui Costa is in control, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, it doesn't seem to have a, a firm foothold on, on this leadership thing. Obviously, he's an experience. You could take that into consideration. But I think that a word. Um, like Jones Gomes said, a bravissimo would have been nice, right? Um, but I don't know if it, it would have been appropriate with JJ at the podium. <clears throat> um, but also a word to the fans, right? We're gonna we're gonna continue pushing forward. We're still in in uh, three competitions. We're gonna keep pushing forward, right? But right now we feel that this is the best the best route to take. No, nothing like that. Uh, and to me, I think that that speaks a lot about what this club has become um where they they decide and 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 plan all these things on, on their own without uh, any regard for the fan base without any regard uh for the supporters that go and and, and travel uh kilometers to go watch the team and, and to spend money to to watch the team at different stadiums in the country I, and I just think that it's it's a it's disrespectful to be honest with you uh nonetheless the biggest thing is that JJ, um is gone um i'm in the mood what, to
1: ask questions tonight man
0: you're gonna ask questions for me or you're gonna ask questions from, from for you for Freddy's. everybody no
1: no 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 me me i just said i'm in the mood to ask questions and appreciate all the freddies send them in but nobody's actually touched on this because you just said something about rui cost and his lack of leadership and so the question I, I wanted to pose and again i'm not defending it i'm not not you know praising them, none, none of the above. I'm just asking a simple question because you and I have the privilege of covering um, the MLS and we get to go in locker rooms. We get to go and meet the coaches outside the locker room, meet the coach in this post-game press conference, yada, yada, yada. We get total access to these coaches and general managers. I'm afraid you very well know we see these guys in the hallways, yada, yada, yada. So you just said something regarding uh, Rico Astor. Maybe not being in control, maybe not having this leadership thing down packed yet. And The question I'd like to pose to you is, do you think it's a lack of leadership, a lack of experience in such a role? Or do you think it's just, I don't have to answer to you. Nobody really asks us questions in Portugal. These guys are shielded from everybody else, everybody with a question. There's absolutely no pressure from reporters or anything like that. Like, uh, that's why I mentioned the MLS, because you've seen what we experience, you know, personally. So my question is, do you, do you think it's, you know, I I, I, I don't have experience or I, I don't have to answer to you. I made my decision, shooting. At the log, uh, yo, When when I make I, up my mind, I'll let you guys know. I think I'm it's just a lot I'm of asking that. a serious question. I'm not. I, not, no, I, not
0: you're no. right. I think it's a lot of that, and I think that Benfica has been run like that for a while. It's not just now. It's not Ricardo, but during the Vieira years, he was said he felt like he was the uh, be all and all to Benfica. Uh That Who's everything Luisl Vieira, everything oh. that he said was the law, and it went. F- f- screw all that noise screw everyone that's asking questions screw every everybody that wants the the general assemblies blah 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 I'm the boss here and I run this like a, a dictatorship and that's how we have lived Benfica these past years and now request again I, and the thing that pisses me off the most is is like press conference with no uh questions. with no questions so you like you said you might as well put out a memo It's the same
1: fucking thing. I I think the the, the comunicado, the memo, would have been... I think would have suited him a lot better because not only did it look awkward, you can tell JJ was there to get his paycheck. He was there, uh, ready to go in on these guys. But He's like, hey, I got a nice nice paycheck coming my way, so I'm going to sit here, try to put on my best face and and say some positive things, but you could tell he wasn't content. That hug kind of looked like... Hey, look, we're not okay. It's for the cameras. It's for the cameras. We're fighting. I can't stand you. We're sleeping in separate beds, but today's Christmas, and we're going to my parents' house, and we got to put a smile together, all right? We're going to lucky <laughs> me yeah. That's kind of like what I, I just think it was better off, like, yo, come out by yourself, say the same thing. Look, we've decided to part ways. George is no longer with us. Wish him the very best of luck. And I, I think that would have served them a lot better than what we saw. It just, the whole scene was very awkward. Was I, terribly I, I, it was like one of those it was like one of those soprano scenes when you know you're getting whacked, but you still got to sit down with the boss. <laughs> and you're like,
0: I, I agree with Danny Pinto, man. He's saying, why was JJ at the press conference and allowed to speak in the first place? Inexperienced by Rick Austin. I don't, well, stage, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think staged. it's experience. I don't think it's experience
1: at all. You have to remember this one thing about Portuguese, uh, Portuguese football. All these guys live in a bubble that you and I are in preview to. They live in a bubble. They all work together some way, somehow. Agents. There's only one real big agent that runs everything in Portugal. These all guys, they have to be kosher around one another. I think it, I think it boils down to a lot of that. I think that's really what it comes down to, is that they, they're going to have to be around one another. They're going to be in the same circles. Look, I'm not really going to shit on you because... You know you're not here no more, but you can still go ahead and have a productive career elsewhere. And and I think it's that camaraderie amongst guys. In a way, it's good. But obviously, when you're looking at it as a Benfica fan like we are, and we saw that sad, sad example today, you're not pretty happy. But I, I just I, I I know a lot of you guys want to put it to an experience. I <laughs> I'm having a hard time a hard time accepting that it was an experience.
0: In, and <laughs> and. You're having a hard time accepting that it's an experience from a guy who's been a president a total of uh, three, four, five months.
1: That guy has been in in <laughs> front of cameras and in the limelight more than anyone that, else in Portuguese football. That doesn't I, mean, I mean he has in experience Portugal. in leading men. He's he's got experience. He's got the guy. One thing Rui Costa could do is talk. Uh, the guy, look, we saw. We he saw talks, but he, he needs papers to talk. That's No, no he needs papers. My man absolutely slapped around Benitez when it came down with to pap- that debate. With, no, Benitez, Benitez had papers, not Rui Costa. Yeah, I think, papers. I think Rui Costa is a well-spoken dude, a, a smart individual that could put a couple sentences together. I, I don't think this was an experience. I think this is a whole thing, but when we all know the fucking house is burning. But you know we got to make it look like it's pretty because if we let everybody know that the house is burning, this shit's really gonna come ra- crumble down, and we're all gonna look like assholes. So if I Beijing a key, Beijing a lead, pose for the picture, and but deep down inside, this shit is rotten to its core.
0: Yeah, and and look, uh, if I uh, was giving uh, uh some benefit of the doubt, uh, I think that uh, that benefit of the doubt just just got much shorter. Um, well, and that, and think, it's oh. not a good, it's not a good look for him. Take it's calma. not a good look. Take Alma, no. When I, Pep Guardiola is our saying, coach in June, bro. Take Alma. It's not a good look, man. It's it's not a good look. It, it's, no, it's, it's not a good look. I would say, uh, and I think that he, he comes out of uh this, uh, not looking too good, uh, especially how the the whole situation was handled from, uh, everything that's happened in the past couple weeks, uh, right because he is the leader of the club, uh, and regardless of whether Luis Felipe Viera did. The same thing when, when he went to Brazil. Um, as a, as Benfica has to take a stand, right? Especially on the eve of two very important games. Two games that one could could get you out of the competition, which which had happened. And the other one could leave you seven points uh, from first place. right? In the eve of these two important games, shouldn't Benfica have come out and really put a foot down and say, hey, this is an important time for the team. This is an important time for the coach. We need to have very peaceful atmosphere around here. Not news uh, on, on all the, the papers that he was meeting for coffee, that uh, uh, the agent was here, that somebody was at somebody's house. I thought that right from the get-go, I, I thought that Benfica should have taken a harder stance on what was going on uh, these past couple weeks with Flamingo. That's what I think, and I think that Rui Costa, as the leader of Benfica, should have come out, either him or, or, or a memo or a comunicado, whatever, and should have set the media straight and should have set things straight. And I think that's where where he, he missed out.
1: So, um, look, I think I think. <laughs> We would have saved a lot of ink and a lot of paper and a lot of trees if they would have just listened to the could podcast last week. I I, could have told, I told everybody he wasn't coming back. Regardless of how it happened, he wasn't coming back. I mean, the writing was on the wall. I I, I think if you want to criticize regardless of some, I think that's something to criticize because, as I stated, it's it's been on the wall. We could all see this was coming. Um, maybe they didn't want the embarrassment of dismissing him. After the ass whooping and at the start of the lose, uh, you know, to the hands of uh, Sporting, maybe the humiliation, that was the only thing that, that stopped them. But at the end of the day, this should have been done weeks ago. I am, I continue to be, but, I was a huge. But, Go ahead, Alfred. But here's what I'll
0: ask you Had this spat with Pizzi not happened, he's still our coach today.
1: I don't know. I still, I still Which believe. Which is the I,
2: most concerning part of it, really? Well, yeah, we haven't even gotten day, to that part. Yeah, at the end of the day, JJ was dead man walking. He was gone either if it was this month or May. He was dead man walking. Right. but so that's so why I thought. The, that's so why I thought
1: the from the get go that he wasn't. He wasn't going to survive December.
0: So, so here's here's the other thing, right? Why didn't the club support the coach,
1: bro? I I think I think this was. Something... Why
0: didn't Rui Costa come out and give a vote of confidence after the Sporting game?
1: I think this was something that was in the works by both sides. I think Befica wanted to get rid of him. Wanted to get rid of him. I think Befica wanted to see themselves clear of him. I think JJ has his mind set on his Brazilian girlfriend and he's ready to bounce and go to greener pastures and chill out in a Copacabana. Um, I, I just I think this was bound to happen. If it wasn't this, it was going to be something else. Something, something was bound to happen. JJ, I get it. He's frustrated. The staff didn't back him up. That the structure has to say they didn't back him up. Um, and in and, and that, in those terms, he's right, right? And then because you got, you got the in. hug,
0: and then meaning, you got the hug, makes it look meaning, like it's great. The, the structure was backing you up. Here's that yeah. hug to prove it.
1: So, look, man, as I was saying before, for you guys that listen to the Figure podcast, and I mean, the new guys, the new Freddies, um, that just recently started listening or, or following me on Twitter. You could tell by my tweets that I've always been a JJ guy. I thought he was going to be the answer to all our prayers. I thought Benfica at the time needed a guy that was going to come in and punch the table and tell Luis Luis Vieta what's going on and how's you know, and how it's going to happen, and we're going to straighten out the locker room. We're going to put all our dominoes in place. And, and it just, it's just it has been the total opposite. I don't think this second stint um, has worked out at all. So credit to you guys. I said, look, when you return to your ex, it never works out. Um, and in this case, it didn't. With that being said, I, I, I think it was time to go. Um, in a way, I'm kind of relieved. I'm just not, not, but- <laughs> not excited. I'm not happy about the situation because I, I think Benfica still has a ton, a whole lot. A ton of things to play for. They're still in the Tasa de Liga, which is in the Final Four. <clears throat> Sounds like I'm talking about March Madness. There's still four points, uh, you know, from from first place. They they could draw this game and still stay there within <clears throat> within a shot. You know, Sporting and Porto play each other in a couple of weeks. I still think there's a lot for grabs here. They still got the Champions League against a- Ajax, 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 whatever the hell you want to pronounce it. Um, there's still a lot to be played, and I think they should have done a better job in – doing their homework and as I stated before the writing was on the wall this is nothing new it didn't just happen yesterday when they walked into training oh my god we got a problem no this shit has been brewing for a while Rui Costa and his staff should have been doing their homework preparing for this day to come and, and put someone in place that's going to give Benfica a legitimate shot the rest of the season to reach their objectives now if you want to be all boo-ha-ha ha, because, you know, Burissim was doing well in the second division. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's the second division. It is not the first division. Totally different competition. Totally different pressure on him. Look, I wish the guy well. Um, my, 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 my prayers go out to him and his mom. Obviously, his mom passed away today, this morning. But at the end of the day, J.J. being gone, in my eyes, does not solve Benfica's problems. I do think that there are a bunch of players there that are mimados, a bunch of players there that do what the hell they want. Afredo, we've known this for years. We're told this personally, whatever, whatever, whatever. No need to get into that. But these guys have been doing what they want. They did it to one coach, they did it to two coaches, and did it to three. Now, the roles are reversed here, right? For some of you guys, I see a lot of you guys celebrating this departure, and, and I have to admit, I guess, you know, it's my turn to eat it, which when the players set up Vitoria, I, was, I didn't mind at all because I wasn't a Rui Vitoria fan. Now, you guys don't mind at all because you're not a JJ fan, but Let's just look at the facts. He may be gone, but these problems aren't going away overnight. So that's what really concerns me is that this culture, this club needs to be turned upside down. We need to get a different mentality in the door. We need to start a winning culture. We need to start getting this, installing it in every player that comes in and out of that freaking door every single day say, Seychelles, wherever it may be. Under 16, whatever, juniors, uh, uh, pinguine, whatever the hell you want to call it, right? These guys need that in their DNA to be a Benfica player. And until we get that back, it's going to be very, very hard to establish who we were before and to get back to where we belong at the top of that porch.
0: Yeah, Cristiano, I'm uh, I'm gonna disagree with you because I know you don't watch enough of the B team uh, to see how our uh, teams simus plays, right? And regardless of whether it's uh, it's it's second division or not, uh, regardless of being in first place or not, it's the game style, it's the flow of the game, it's the game idea, it's the game model, how the team plays. It's attractive to see it. Ah, uh, the team circulates the ball very well. The team gets numbers into the final third. All of this are admirable qualities that you could watch a coach and see that there's work by a coach there that deserves credit. So, regardless of whether you said, "Well, hold up on he might not be the 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 the, the, the biggest uh, 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 as white bread as sliced bread, the biggest invention since sl- sliced bread," but certainly. He has proven this season that his teams could play attractive football, right? Regardless of the level of the talent, regardless of the level of of your your opponent. Um, let me. I'll, I'll give you the lowdown on. on you could Greece.
1: disagree. You could disagree all you want. I mean, look, I. I'm just,
0: I'm gonna disagree I'm, because I know I'm, you don't I'm, watch I'm, enough I'm, B team. That, that's fine. I mean, I don't care what you do on a B team. I legit don't care. But you should because the B team should be a step down from the A team
1: when you're going into a game every sunday and i've used this with the first team and i use it now with the second team and you have a roster full of you know the best players throughout the country best portuguese players throughout the country and in some cases the best you know estrangeiro players from other countries on your roster and you're playing against guys that are hanging on to dream their li- to, to, to live their dream of being a professional soccer player you're you look again the old Cristiano saying, "You got horses running up against burro, so I don't expect you to have to, for you to have difficulties. That's fine. You're putting a lot in it. And I'm look. The difference between you and I is
0: so I'm not going to disagree with you. I so just what, I'm what just, position need, did the B team? It doesn't
1: team, matter. What place
0: did the B team come in last year?
1: Well, listen, Wolf. Listen, go on. I'm do, just do, saying. Give, I I I don't put any I don't put any weight in it. Elder Cristobal used to do well with those teams as well, and he struggled at times. Nobody ever pumped this guy up to be a first team coach. We all know the fact is that Nelson Verissu might be the nicest guy in the locker room, and nobody will ever take credit away from him. But he is a yes man. He's a guy that's there as an interim manager. If he was a fantastic manager, like everyone is making him out to be, he would have been appointed the head coach, not the interim coach until the end of the season. That's my thought, and I'm gonna stick to it. And now please. Dude, I want to hear your stats because I like to learn. I it like may, to learn.
0: He may very well turn out to be uh, our coach after this season if he does well. well. It, and if Why that's not? the
1: case, if that's the case, every single one of those players should be get a kick in the ass and booted out of that locker room. Well, because I that think, goes to tell you that they had the ability. They just chose to sack another manager.
0: I think that needs to Something needs to happen in terms of the locker room because you, you bring Guardiola to train this team. And, and trust me, if, if the, the, the inmates are, are running the asylum, you could bring the best coach in the world. He's not going to be able to do anything if you don't have the team with you. So I think here's another uh, moment. For, for Rui Costa and for Braz and for Luizão, you have to look at the locker room because it's now three coaches that the that they've made their bed for for uh, that the team has made their bed uh, for, and not necessarily the whole team, but we know who the core group of guys are. Uh, but certainly, it, it's it, it's it's too much of a groundhog day situation here that anytime things are not going well, uh, Mr. Pizzi is spouting because he's he, he lost the feature that he had with uh, with benfica uh or with the Yo. starting team I have nightmares, <laughs> the, <bro>.
2: those <laughs> are the guys that we're
0: talking
1: I, about i'm never i'm ne- next time i see these guys on thursday I, I mean i can't look at these guys seriously man put <laughs> <laughs> a over there, but, bro but, but, uh, pity on me it,
0: it's like when you um when you have that going on i mean Rui Costa can't be that dumb n- to not realize that there's cancer in a locker room and if he is, then it plays right into the part of Vieta was doing all this crap and all this bullshit, and he never knew anything about it. So maybe, he, after all, he is dumb. Maybe he is dumb. Maybe we just we're giving him too much credit. Um, I just think that something needs to be done. Now, why do I like uh, why do I like Virissim's appointment? And 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 Hugo, um, Hugo had asked me this on on our text before we came live. Hugo uh, wasn't too keen about him being appointed to the end of the season. Um I am. And and the reason for that is because, right, you there's no uncertainty. You're at work. you he's going to work. There's no uncertainty as to when this job is going to finish. And when you have that uncertainty, you're always looking behind your back and you're n- never really focused on a task at hand by giving him this much time, right? First of all, the pressure comes comes off of him, right? Now he has to lead the team. Do your thing, right? So I think that the appointment until the end of the season is the right thing. Let's let's pretend, and, and I hope that this is not right, but we lose against Porto. We're seven points off the top. Um, um and we only got six more than we could that we can win off of Porto or sporting in a direct in a direct uh, matchup. But it's a very tall order to ask uh, for Benfica to get seven points back. I know that we've done it a couple seasons ago, right? But you're talking about a Spartan that's been nothing but consistent. You're talking about a a Porto that, regardless of the level of talent uh, of their players, is consistent, that have guys that are playing, you know, they are playing out of their minds. Um, And this is going to become very difficult for Benfica to overturn this. Uh, I mean, and now Porto, basically, they're out of European competition uh, in terms of the Champions League. They're still going to be playing Europa. But still, I see the, these two teams as being teams that have gotten a lot more consistent than last year. Uh, and I think it's going to be a very tall order. So just give risim the room to work, the time to work, let him do his thing, and then we'll, we'll see at the end of the year where he's at. Uh, I certainly it can't be worse than what it is. And if he could win the locker room, even better. Uh, but I just think that that locker room needs to talk to from from Ruiz Costa, from Luisão, from whoever they need to be talking to, because it, it's the third coach in a row that uh, they made their bet and basically they're out. Um, so, um, yeah, that's what I wanted to say in terms of uh, of uh, of Rissim. Uh, obviously the, the passing of his his mom he was announced today and and I think that's that Brun Singer was saying that uh, the mom passed yesterday or maybe was overnight. Um, <clears throat> so I mean it's tough man. you you get appointed. you understand how critical of a moment it is for the club. You have a, a parent die man. Uh, and for him to show up at practice, and he could have very well not shown up, and everybody would have understood, right? But for him to show up at practice uh, shows not only the level of commitment that he has to the club, um, but also to um, to the to to the personality uh, of who he is and, and how focused he is on on getting his job done. I mean, Dave's got a, a picture up here, and, and this is. <clears throat> This is very. As soon as I saw this picture, man, I I I thought that I thought it was a funny picture. Look at uh, look at and look at uh, Gonzalez, right? Uh, And body language experts will tell you that oftentimes when you're being defiant or you're not being receptive to what's being said to you, you cross your arms in front of you. Now, it's not always true,
1: but certainly it's a sign of come on. You're being unfair. So why don't you crack on uh, the Olgonovs then? The Gonsavis, I'm saying the same, oh, said, like, saying the same thing. Oh, my I'm bad.
0: Saying the same thing. Look, it, I could, I could just be overthinking. I was looking. But, I was look looking at the for the body
1: tarap in the picture, so I wasn't focused but, but on. But what look you at me. So. Listen
0: to me. Look oh, at there all. Look at all the body language of all the players. Arms behind their back. Cristiano, you know, what's the first thing they teach you? See, when, boy you, go talk, when you boy
1: Trab. My boy Trab, respectful right there. Look
0: at that. That's a respectful young man. What are the first thing they teach you as a player when you go talk to a, a referee? What is your body language? What should you, your body posture be like?
1: É pá, eu era um daqueles guy's your hands behind my this back. Oh, this is a, a... thing p-
0: a... card it... to perguntar uma que uma pergunta séria tu estás a fabricar com esta merda.
1: Eu tu pá, ele dava cartão amarelo toda a hora. Era que atrás, mais à frente. Yeah, I guess I guess sign of respect. Go ahead. It's a sign of respect,
0: is a sign of respect. is you're being submissive and you look at that whole crew and granted, we don't see the whole the whole squad. That whole crew has their hands behind their that back.
1: Goalkeeper, that coach to his left. He had his arms. See, but he the, the
0: the for this.
1: I'm not. i
0: fucking give up, dude.
1: No, I'm saying I'm you're talking pick, about uh, the team. He's
0: talking to the fucking team. He's not talking to the fucking coach. He's, he's looking talking at the to coach. the
1: team, bro. He's looking to the left, Alfredo. All right. But you're right. I mean, it, it looks like a little... I don't know. I just don't want to... Man, I don't want to shit on the guy. That's that's all I'm saying.
0: You don't want to shit on, on Petey. I mean, just
1: for the... You don't want to shit on P.T.? There's plenty... You don't of, have enough reasons to
0: shit on P.T., bro. The,
1: exactly. There's plenty of reasons to pound on a guy just because he's got his arms crossed. I'm trying to... You know, I, I don't want to nitpick at everything the guy does now. That's what I'm saying. Look at that's everybody's all I'm
0: saying. body language and look at P.T.'s body language.
1: What about that kid next to him? But that's, I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. All I'm saying, what's the? Joko doing the same thing, but because he's not known as a cancer, we're not thinking it's a problem. That's why I'm trying to give the benefit of the. Bro, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to look too but much. But he has
0: it. a different look to his eyes.
1: Wow, guys, that thought of Snyad. He's daydreaming I'm, about JJ. Right.
0: I'm. I'm over. I'm overthinking it. Obviously,
1: maybe. I'm afraid. of maybe. I'm just. I, it look. Dave, stop zooming in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the more you zoom in, the worse it looks. I don't know. Um, look, PZ Alfredo is, is obviously not happy. Um, he's getting the full force of the blame on him. Maybe he's not content, man. Maybe the guy's at practice and, you know, he's, he's not happy about the current situation. And again, as I said, we got plenty of things to pound on the guy just because he's got his arms crossed. Uh, I don't want to be that guy. Okay. Think it is um, oh, okay, all right. Just, just in case you forgot,
0: we gotta get we gotta get. I think we'll keep that sound effect, just uh, I, I think that's just a pressure. So no, many this, pearls this is not going anywhere, so many pearls anywhere. by J JJ that we'll miss. Uh, Dave, before we move on
1: to the port game, I, know I just they, wanted to say, that, Alfredo, before you go, just the last thing to touch up on, on, on the coaching staff, bro. I, I feel that my president. We're talking about sport, at least being Benfica, I should always give this club the best possible tools, the best possible managers, the best possible opportunity, the best possible chance at winning every single game they play. Vrissimo might turn out to shock us all, surprises, just like uh, just like Brunelage did, and I hope that's the case. I'm the type of guy that I enjoy eating crow when I'm wrong and it turns out positive. I'm not enjoying eating the crow now because <laughs> I was a big JJ guy, and he's obviously, you know, been an absolute waste of time. So I don't enjoy that type of crow. But I enjoy the crow when I say, "Yo, Alfredo, you suck," and then you go out there and you set a world record, like phenomenal. Like I love that. I was wrong, but yo, my, yo, that's what's up. So I hope that in June we're here saying, "Naso Credit to you, bro. You're my manager. You did a phenomenal job. But right now, on paper, I don't believe that he is the, the best possible candidate, the best possible coach, to take this team to the promised land. As I stated before, there are plenty of things to still play for. I don't think right now when Nelson Verissimo is the best option to get you to those three points in those dubs.
0: It's the Hope guy... I'm wrong. It's a, it's a guy that is very well aware of what the team has been doing. Uh, he's, pro- he's probably part of some some meetings that with, with JJ at some point in the year. He's a guy that knows the locker room. He knows the dynamics of the locker room. He knows who the players are. He knows who the kingpins are, the ringleaders are. Uh, and he's a guy that's very familiar with the club. I think that at short notice it's it's probably the best appointment. Now, you could argue that until the end of the season might be a little bit too long, but I've already said why I like that. Um, but here's the thing. W- what does he bring you? The are we going back to the 442? Um is he going to adapt the system to the pair, to the players' uh, best potentials in order to take out the most out of the team? We don't know what we're gonna expect from from uh, Verissim, but the biggest thing is that he knows that locker room. He was with those players not too long ago. Well, not not all of them, but he he was with those players, and especially that core group of players that has a lot of pull within the locker room. Um, he knows them. And if 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 he was with Laj, and he certainly was, and he was part of that whole Laj thing, he knows what the players did to Laj because he experienced it firsthand. Now the thing is that does he have a conversation with Ricosta and say look then he over this team have that conversation with Ricosta. We
1: um Alfredo from Okay he's back. He's back. Um, look, Alfredo, you, you you make valid points, and obviously you're a glass half full kind of guy in this situation. And I'm clearly the negative Nancy on the pod, and I'm the glass half empty. Um, hopefully, like you said, the guy knows he's been paying attention, he's been involved in these meetings, and he's he's gonna have a word. I just I I, I don't I didn't see JJ have a word in this locker room, have any type of control. Nothing leads me to believe that this guy's gonna have a voice in the locker room. He's there. To do fazer? and then yo listen, we'll see what happens. If it comes out positive, phenomenal. If it doesn't, we always have the excuse that you know we we were behind the eight ball. The whole season was a mess. You know the previous guy left us in shambles. But do you think he's? Going,
0: but do you think he's gonna have more support uh, from the, the the directive than uh, JJ had? He's gonna have all the support. He's
1: gonna be doing what they tell him so in theory he, they're support, I mean, they, well, it he's to be supporting they has to be a two-way way street also right look Alfredo, i I I think this is a guy that's 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 da casa um and and look he's, he's he's taking a bullet they opted not to, to 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 hire someone for whatever reason whether they didn't think anyone was worth it whether they you know they're ultimately waiting for José Mourinho at the end of the year to come by we shall see. I hope that's not the case, but dude, come on, I'm just—that's fine. You can say, "Come on, bro, that's fine," um, but something, Alfredo. There's a reason you're shooing me away like JJ was doing to that to that squirrel. Shh, 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 bye bye. But <laughs> at the end of the a day, a squirrel, dude.
0: It's an iguana. <laughs> Whatever, I don't There's know. They put a no no bunch of memes. In Brazil. They Fucking put
1: a bunch squirrel. of memes. Bro, you're talking about a, a freaking I'm lizard behind,
2: to bro. a rodent, bro. Bro, I saw memes
1: where he was shushing. <laughs> <laughs> it depends who they. It depends what meme you saw. The one I saw was a squirrel. All right, give me a break. He had a nut in his mouth and everything. Um, But you're shooing me away, right? But at the end of the day, Alfredo, even you cannot, in any of the Freddies listening, and Dave, Super Superman Dave. None of you guys could tell me with a serious face that Benfica didn't hire a, a, a legit whatever. They didn't hire a coach because they believe that this Nelson Friso was the answer, Alfredo. You can't. You're not going to sell that one to me. They didn't hire saying... someone. Okay, so they didn't hire someone, as I said, because maybe they're waiting for someone. And all I said is, could that be Jose Mourinho? That's all I said. They're Why? they're clearly waiting for someone.
0: Why Mourinho?
1: We shall see. In time will tell. I Mourinho, hope that's not the case. But Mourinho that time, time was will
0: tell. Uh, was a love from Luis Vieira. <clears throat> this to is me, not a. Listen to me. To me, Mourinho is is nothing to me. Okay. And th- I don't I don't rate him as a coach anymore. To be honest with you, Mourinho is
1: past his prime. Way past his prime. I don't want to talk about Mourinho because it's not a. This figure big figure podcast. But to, right. to to burst your bubble, to burst your bubble real quick, you felt the same way about JJ, and they didn't care about what you thought. They still brought him in. <laughs> But whatever, we'll see what happens. Look, I just think but that Mefika, I think Mayfica could have done a better job in well, appointing listen. someone like Luis Campos. I would have do been okay you, with you, that guy taking over the next six do months. You
0: think, do you think that if it was up to Ricar, they would have bought JJ back? Or do you think that JJ? No, no, no. The, no, listen, listen. Or do you think JJ and the tremendous investment that Luis Felipe had on the team was something for the elections?
1: No, I, I I believe that they thought, look, I think all the things you said fit into one. I think it was a combination of all those things. I think obviously election. I think they look, man, say what you want. You might not. Obviously, you they should have listened to you. But I thought he was the answer to all our problems. Right. And apparently they thought that as well. I don't think it was just about elections. I think it was about a guy that had left. Look, say what you want. In the last Alfredo, since 1993, 94 under Tony. OK, this is a fact that many could like dislike, and that's fine. Look, we are free to do what we want. But the facts are, guys, look at them to whichever way you want. Benfica, the best Benfica you saw. The best Benfica you saw play, the best Benfica you saw in terms of consistency and even in titles to a certain extent. not to a certain set to a fact since 93, 94 was under J.J. You want to call it, got fantastic rosters. Do what you want to do. I've never seen Pep Guardiola win anything with Granada, right? He's always had the best round, and they're still praising the hell out of him. It is what it is. He was there. He's the coach. He's the one doing, getting these guys together, getting them to play at a certain level. The best Benfica you've seen in the last 30 years almost was under George Jesus. And I think that they've all, the, the, the coach, not, not the coaching staff, but the guys upstairs all were drinking that Kool-Aid just like I drank it. Look, it helps us. When it comes to the elections, it was the consensual. It doesn't matter if it's at the end of the day, the guy, the dictator. You just spent, you just spent twenty minutes before talking about how Benfica's been under a dictatorship, and I, it's not consensual. It when di- dictatorships, the, the consensual doesn't have anything to do with it. It's about what he thinks. In our in our great leader thought that this was a great great decision. He was the guy that seeing lights. <laughs> Look, and he thought it was a good idea. So I think it was a combination of all those things, Alfredo. To answer your question directly, I think it was a combination.
0: Dave, you want to throw up that um, the that stat so we can so we can move on from okay. JJ? I'm done. I'm done talking about JJ. I didn't want him to come. I'm glad he's you gone. Credit. You call it it's, right, bro. It's uh, it's it's fucking it's uh, it's a year too late for me.
1: Uh, yeah, but they is. couldn't get rid of him last year, Alfredo. You know what I mean? After all the bullshit, I understand they should have never brought him. Okay, that that that's a fight you could fight. But as far as last year, they couldn't turn their back on him. And even and even you, as much as you dislike the guy, look, he's lost what one game in this in in the season, tied two. no two games in the season, right? Tied a game. His domestic record isn't terrible, but when it comes to the terms that we want, the fact that we want this te- club, you know, beating our biggest rivals, yeah, it's not it's, it hasn't been good.
0: So here's the here's the goal point uh, graph uh, that shows the the number the percentage of of, uh, of wins and points per game uh, as well as uh, what his uh, average was in terms of uh, conquests and, and doing well. Uh, so cre- clearly, a, a guy on the, definitely not not done as as better this time around than the first time around and and that first year obviously was was uh was staggering i think that 2013 2014 season that's uh, when uh, the champions league was being held at uh, to lose the final uh-huh. i think uh-huh. and there was a huge investment also that's when we had garay there was a huge investment um from aurelios uh as a as a pipe dream to make it to the champions league uh final in our stadium um but but certainly, um, not not and, and I and I remember saying this to you, uh, Chris. I know what JJ represents and I know what he could bring, but it's not guaranteed that he's going to have the same level of success that he had the, his first time around. And I you know I'm not just saying that to that. To say I, I told you
1: so. But, no, but, but but you're right. Look, look, and I have no problem admitting it, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I, I was wrong, and, and I'll pick myself up, and I'll probably be wrong again tomorrow, but some sooner or later, I guess I'm right. So, I, you know, you guys were right on this one. It is what it is. Look, JJ, you guys saw between the lines. I obviously didn't. I thought it was, he was going to take this team to the next level. We were all tired of the circus under Aurelius, and we figured this guy was the only guy that had the audacity to sit there look at him square in the face, and say, nah, man, he's no ass scene. We're gonna do things my way. Now, we'll never know. I'm pretty sure in ten years or so, there'll be a book. There'll be a special interview on on Sam TV, and JJ will reveal what his thoughts are and his reasonings. And you know, some of them be true, some will be, you know, BS made up. It is what it is, and so we'll take our truths from that. I, I just find it that when you support someone, when you like someone, you believe any of the bullshit that that comes out when you don't dislike someone you believe all the bullshit that comes out and i think we this now we we have to be smarter right in reading in between the lines and rather than just say well the guy's a terrible manager it's been a horrific spell which it has it doesn't make the guy a terrible manager i mean the guy's had success throughout his career um just this time, it didn't work out. But to sit there and pile on and take a victory lap today, I was offended by that. I saw a lot of people celebrating as if today Benfica won something. Yeah, you don't like the coach. That's fine. I, I didn't like Rui Vitória, but every single week I came here on this podcast and say, yo, we won another game. Arrasca, but we won. I, you know,
0: go. <laughs> to be honest with you, I think I was more happy when I heard about the fact that he that he was, he told Pizzi he was no longer going to play under him uh than i was when he got sacked because i think that the sack was something that we saw coming a mile away the pt thing however was like oh okay here we go that's the jj that i know uh not take shit from any players don't let any players uh you know run the locker room uh, so i was a lot more excited and happy uh to hear that
1: than of his firing obviously yeah, but, see, but that, that that doesn't make you think for a second though, alfredo doesn't make, does. does make you think that does make the first time that he does something that 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 the the so-called JJ non-supporters agree with, he got the boot. So maybe he wasn't allowed to do what he wanted to do. So it should just just make you sit back and say, mm, maybe things aren't as 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 you know rosy as we think they are. The fa- he did what we all wanted. What we all, regardless of whether you supported him or, or or against him, we all agreed that this was something that should have been done. After Lodge. And so finally it's been done, and he gets canned. That leads me to believe that, bro, regardless of who comes in, you don't have the final voice. If you can fire a guy that's making, what, a reported $6 million a year, what can you do to a Nelson Verisum that's making 200 a year? Bro, they're going to top off yo, here's my keys. Go park my car. Come on, dude.
0: Yeah. No. Uh, look, there, there needs to be a change in in the locker room, uh, and I think maybe this is a wake up call. It's not just for, locker room. For upstairs,
1: because upstairs. Oh yeah. Look, say what you want. I don't know the guy, and look, I love Rui Patrício. You know why, guys? I'm gonna tell you why. Because. <laughs> he gave you the skinny on the transfers on on TV? <laughs> Shut up. I I, I love. I, I don't know the guy from a hole in the wall, but I like the guy for one reason, due to the fact that if a guy could come off a TV screen, right a TV, uh, whatever the hell you want to call it, set, and be the sporting director, whatever, have this powerful position at Benfica, it, it leaves my flame lit, bro. Uh, Dave, there's a chance I could go from the. There's a chance I could one day work for Benfica. So thank you, Rui Padre, what's it, Pedro Brash. It's kind of like he's the first trailblazer. So phenomenal. I'll mix that. But, bro, should the guy have a voice in the locker room? At that moment, after a game, when we know things are going to be heated, should he be in a locker room with the coaching staff? That Alfredo, you played, we played. Well, he's that on the is, bench. That I don't care about the bench. This is sacred ground.
0: Yeah, but if he's on a bench, he's in the locker room, bro.
1: Well, maybe he shouldn't be. Walk walk the other way. I don't know what to tell you. Bro, after a game, it's players and coaching staff. That's it. And you know that. So why is someone in the locker room? Right? Make it a culture bitch. I mean, I oh, PZ, follow. Come on, dude. I mean, <laughs> come on, dude. I mean, look, look- there's there's a lot
0: of things that are wrong. We obviously don't know uh, the whole the whole story, and there's always three sides to every story, right? We know what's come out in the media, and we know that sometimes that could be manipulated, but we don't we don't know, we don't know everything. We got bits and pieces of information that, that either the media put together or you make up your mind about it we don't have a hundred percent of the truth. That's, we, we don't know. We don't know what happens unless you're flying a fly in the wall or you, you're, you're given information straight from a player's mouth. We don't know. Um, but certainly there's a lot of things that are wrong with Benfica. Um, and, and here's the other, the other way you could look at it, right? Understanding that there's a cancer in the locker room, right? do you bring the coach that you want now without cleaning that
1: locker room first? No. No, 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 I don't mean no. I mean, bro, if you think X, B, Y, Z, whatever the word, if you think whatever coach is the right choice, you appoint him and you let him determine what goes on. At the end of the day, you have to put it on the coach. As I just mentioned about Rui Dubrasch, don't go in the locker room. You don't butt in. It's that is the coach's circle. You let the coach make the decisions. So if a new coach comes in and he says, Look, I like PZ and PZ up. Look, this is the only way you play. And PZ abides by phenomenal. But if he doesn't and he wants to get rid of him, the hierarchy, people have to follow him and back him up, not tell his assistants, shh, Well, follow. Come on, bro.
0: Did, did Tiago Pinto have access to the locker room? I'm not sure. You, but, you're not sure. You were with the team. You you know whether you had uh, access to the locker room or not. Preseason, preseason. <laughs> but you'd assume
1: you'd have. That had, during the I, season mean, also, I mean, right? For Christ's sake, I had access to the locker room. I mean, the fuck that preseason. No,
0: but, <laughs> but you know, Papagna is You know, I'm not talking yeah, about the lock, guys that I Papua was than, is. than
1: that, bro. I used to pick up shin guards, <laughs> no, bro. But Come I'm on.
0: saying he he took <laughs> over. He took over for Tiago Pinto, and certainly Tiago Pinto had uh, had access to the locker room. So why shouldn't he have access to the locker room? Anyway, I'm done talking about this. Let's Look, let's turn just, our attention thing, to something a little brighter. Last the, thing the, the, and
1: the Fira just Fira wanted to go. I just want to finish with this. I want to finish with this.
2: I love you. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. <laughs> That's
1: it. We're, we're gonna
2: have to scrap some of those uh, JJ sound clips and add uh, it is no, that, what it is on there. the to, the take uh, it easy,
0: the take it easy stays. I like to take, take it easy. easy. Yeah. I like to take it easy. The that that I love you, Jesus. I don't know that. That's a classic
1: one. It might, in, honor, might too. in honor, in honor of his farewell. Since we're on the subject,
2: oh! might as well wear these out.
1: We're not gonna play these anymore. So, but go
0: ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, turn our attention now to uh, the Porto game, <laughs> which which now seems to uh, have lost a lot of. Um, Importance after the, today's news, right? <laughs> um, Benfica traveled up to uh, the Dragon to play uh, uh Porto in the Portuguese Cup. Um, I'll give you the lineup and then we'll, we could discuss Helton, Almeida, Otamendi, Vertonghen, Gilberto, and Grimaldo, Weigel, João Mario Tarap, Rafa, and Darwin. Um, here's <laughs> I, I guess we could start with the goalie. Uh, right, and I think there was a talking point last week when we were previewing the game: Does Helton start, or do, do you go with the guy that you feel is your strongest goalkeeper? Uh, and as we know, it's customary that the second keeper gets cup games, whether it's League Cup, whether it's Portuguese Cup. It's 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 customary. It's uh, it's almost an unwritten rule, if you will. Uh, but there's people that saying that they put put a lot of blame on on Helton for uh, at least one or two goals uh, in that game. So should have. Helton gotten the start.
1: Chris. Yes. And we had this conversation at Nauseam Um, because our friend yeah. Hugo keeps, I mean, he talk about a freaking tick, right? Right in between the key and the us, bro. Just doesn't stop. Bro, look. <laughs> um, I understand. <laughs> Hugo the tick. I understand. Hold on, let me change his name on my phone. Um, I understand um the whole, you know. When You go to the dragon, you play your best team, yada yada yada. But look, I'm an old school traditionalist guy. It comes to baseball, every other sport. I, I, I don't deal well with change. Um, traditions are traditions. Backup goalies have for the most part played in these in a Taça Portugal, Tasa Cerveja. I mean, these guys gotta get some minutes at some point. And so, look, I, I'm not a huge critic of, of JJ's decision or John God's decision to play him. Um, at goalkeeper that day, whoever the hell wants to take credit or start shying away from taking the credit for for actually playing them. Porto did the same exact thing. They played their backup goalkeeper. That worked out just fine. I think a team, Benfica status should have two goal, goalkeepers that are interchangeable and could play um, any game, any day, whenever called upon. So I, I legit have no problem at all.
0: Yeah, I don't think I have a problem now comment.
1: whether they played well or not that's that's another conversation yeah that's a, asking i mean me, yeah yeah,
0: yeah I, I don't have a problem in the choice either uh the thing is that if he's getting the the vote of confidence obviously the coach feels that that he's gonna go in and he's gonna do his best and his best is is good enough for the coach sometimes you know and and if if elton had a a, a massive game where he saved three four goals we would have been having a conversation but the, like he had a, a few things a few plays that were uh, that were borderline amateurish, if you will, um, and it didn't work out well. Didn't work out well. But but let's talk about even uh, thirty seconds into the game, you're already down one nothing. Ten minutes in the game, you're you're down two nothing. And it's the approach, right? It's it's that approach that us as fans, we, we sit here uh, before every game at the Dragon. We got to go win with our knife on our teeth. We got to kick these guys where it hurts. We got to take it to them. And then,
1: you know, the team just goes in and <laughs> just has a different approach. But I'm afraid you just said it all. You said it all when you started. I mean, was that really the approach? What, what freaking approach no, is no, 30 no seconds in? Approach. There was no approach. Was no approach. I I mean, approach. Mean, it was like you come in with a plan, and before you step on the field, the plan out the window. Like, eppa! I think I guess was, that was that.
0: I think I mean, it, you, you know when players first arrive at the stadium and they walk onto the pitch just to see what the what the grass is like, so they could decide on what shoes to wear. And just it just felt like that. It was like, oh,
1: oh, guys, hold on, hold on. Just matter that said you, yo, oh, So, yeah, let's restart. I wasn't ready, bro. Let's restart this again because <laughs> that was I mean, just, just the rally. I wasn't movies. paying oh. attention. And, and I and I think that really look, obviously, we know the horror stories of you know Benfica going to the to, to the ladrão. Um th- this is well documented. Check out the what's it called, Alfredo? Patrimonios e Patrimonios. What's it
0: called?
1: Not... Patrimonios. east Um those things are well documented throughout the years. You have this this toxic atmosphere. Crazy amount of pressure and this noise around the players. This, look, say what you want. It's the game that the players circle. The schedule comes out, they run to check when they play that game. Uh, in the reverse game, also at the start the lose, those are the games you want to play in. And so there's, you know, the noise with the coach. So much you have an opportunity to knock out your rival from another competition. All this is at stake. And then before you blink, it's one zero. Like what the, f-? like the pressure just right. Ran- it went from ten to twenty. And before you know, everything's just discombobulated. It took a team a while to get their feet. Just when they start, two zero, like, it's just, Hmm. look, dude, it was just one of those days um, that Benfica's just not prepared for this, man. It goes to show you how fragile mentally these guys are and the coaching staff and the structure. And, again, as I mentioned earlier on the podcast, there's a culture that needs to be established. And, you know, the fact of the matter is when you look at that starting eleven and even excluding starting 11, you look at Benfica's best 11, whichever way you want to, whichever way you want to dig it, you have realistically three, and you, I'll throw in Verissimo, Verissimo is hurt, but currently right now, you have three players on this Benfica team that would play on this Porto team because they got what they takes. They got, they got Otamendi, Darwin, and Gilberto. The rest of the the rest of the guys on I me mean, Porto discard them to the B team. I mean, they probably put them, you know, playing beach soccer, whatever it is. These guys want it more. And to me, the one thing that re- I was already convinced, but the one thing that really convinced me, made up my mind about this, and you know, Alfredo, when I'm, I could be pretty stubborn. Um, when they score the second goal, he uh, Helton comes out, punches it. Look, technically, technically, he did the right thing. He punched it to the side. Right, he mishit it, but he still did the right thing. Right, the execution wasn't perfect, but it was still the right play. Punch it to the side. Credit to them. Vitinha gets to it. Right foot. I mean, I don't know what the hell Otamendi. I mean, I I can't jump for shit, but Otamendi, I mean, dude, that it's amazing. He couldn't get off his feet, but whatever. Nonetheless, Vitinha, twenty-year-old youngster, gets his goal, the biggest goal of his career against the biggest rival, and the guy runs to the sideline. And if you guys. Have the opportunity, recorded the game, go on YouTube. And he goes to the side and everybody's jumping on him and he's celebrating. And this dude's foaming out there. He he's 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 possessed. Bro, that's what it's going to take for Benfica to match these guys. Benfica needs that intensity in order to compete with these guys. Whether Benfica is the better team or not on paper, until you bring that heat. These are the results we're gonna get. Alfredo, you and I sat here on the podcast. I will never forget this. During Casillas years at Porto, where Porto was struggling, and Benfica was on a high, and they go to Style the lose, and we're all sitting on the pot. I think Steve was still around. And we're like, yo, predictions, predictions. Ups, 3-0. Easy. Baba. And they beat us because they wanted him more. They were in a terrible run. Benfica was flying at all, you know, flying around the and still the results was the same. These guys want this, man. And Benfica needs to match that intensity
0: every time.
1: Every single time. And until that happens, unless you have a bunch of Adele Trap's on the field, then you're just going to be a lot better than everybody else. You know, 11 of
0: them. No, but
1: unless you have, I love Tarop. What are you going to do? Unless you have, you know, a team full of uh, Galacticos, right? Where they're just so much better than these guys that no matter the intensity, they're going to slap you around. Unless Mifika puts a team together like that, it's going to take that type of intensity, that type of attitude, to go and eat these guys and you know and and challenge you know face these guys you know face to face. We'll see if it happens on Thursday. Um, I want to see it. I really do want to see it. But at the same time, guys, I gotta be brutally honest. I don't want to see it. Yeah, because if I don't see it, that again, it, it solidifies the fact that they laid down. To screw another coach, so I don't know what's worse, guys. I don't. I'm a, I'm gonna pass it over to you guys. We'll, we'll, I, we'll get. In, we'll get
0: into that in a little bit. Uh At the 31st minute, three nothing. Um, then uh right before the half, Porto goes down to ten men, and even playing against ten men in the second half, we um we were powerless. We couldn't do much, and even Porto just, Porto never looked in danger. To be honest with you, and look, you can make it an argument for. For the Darwin goal, four centimeters offside, and if he scores, the game is two-one, and maybe the game takes a different, a different direction. But look, I think that whether that goal goes in or not, I think that Benfica was just powerless. We just don't have the teeth. Uh, you know, we're we're like uh, the babies trying to bite a finger with no teeth. We're just gumming the shit out of out of things as we're biting. There's no teeth. We can't make a mark um and it's you know it's it's a shame it's a shame because all of us we we gave the we give the team the recipe every single time what happens to the team what happens to those players uh last year was the first time that i've ever seen in 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 Goncalves uh, Michael Goncalves was was saying um the, about the game last year when we played against Porto that was the only time in recent years, that I've seen Port uh, Benfica match up Porto's intensity. And we, we it was took draw. The, and we took the intensity to them, and the game was completely different. Comple- so I don't understand. I don't understand. There has to be a switch. When you go in as a player out of that tunnel, and they're saying SLB, SLB feeds the put SLB, that should be enough for you to just go absolutely berserk on this team. But of course that doesn't happen. Instead we just we just cower and we whimper and we pussy out.
1: Um, the worst part about this whole thing, Alfred, I, I saw this stat after the game last week and, and, and I just I was too frustrated to even try to memorize it. But it was something along the lines Porto's played 300 or 400 minutes down a man in the last three or four games against Benfica, and they've outscored us like 4-1, to 5-1, to one, whatever it is. Like, it seems like when, same thing in the Super Taza, Porto went down a man, and they just whooped their ass after that. It's as if, you know, we've always said Benfica, when they play Porto, they play against 14. I guess it must be true because they subtract the guy. And they're still playing. It seems like they're playing against 13. I don't know. Yeah. They, it, it, we play I worse. Mean, yeah. I mean, look, look, wasn't there
0: a Mimo Conceição saying that, oh, if he if we played against 10 men uh we would beat you i forget who again who that was against was it the, another tondell or something the team that they played and you know oh uh was against uh for uh, with uh paul paul sergio we had the, the, an argument with paul sergio oh, okay. uh, and it was something like that um but it's just it, it just shows how powerless we are at the dragao uh, that even playing against 10 men, we can put together enough to be able to beat the same uh, Braga. They're
1: saying Braga, the guys. The, was Braga? Freddies, yeah.
0: Yeah. Joaquin Carapinha. He said to Carvalho. What's happening? Um, hello, all the Freddies. I know that you guys are uh, quite a few today, and big shout out to all you guys that, that have come in while we've been engaged here, Raining Entertainment, uh, as always. I saw that uh, the gentleman that was in Corroyes, Wolford, he was here earlier. I don't know if he's still here. Yeah, yeah. He was here. He was here. Yeah. But anyway, um, so not even in, I, you know, I really don't feel like we should spend uh, much more time uh, on this game. It was an embarrassing loss. Um, and it didn't get worse it, because I don't know. It was just, it was embarrassing. Lost um, we lost Darwin. We lost Atamendi. Uh and Grimaldo is not going to be able to play either because he has COVID.
1: Wait, Grimaldo uh, played last week.
0: I, I don't know who played. To be honest
1: with you, okay. the, the only guy that was playing. Uh, there he goes. The minute he goes, the minute he goes let to him, praise my guy, he freezes up. Up, it's got to be my guy. It's got, and he froze up. Look, look, he he can't say the guy's name. He can't look his internet. Shut up, shut up. Oh, look, see how Dave? I was right. He goes to talk. Bet, the frees. best Benfica player on the
0: field yeah. in first the first half. half Tarept and
1: Gabriel, and they both subbed off at halftime.
0: I can't I – for as bad as Mifika played, Tarept was the one highlight. He was seemed like he was the only guy who wanted to push the ball forward. So oh. embarrass, em, embarrassing embarrassing, loss. We're out of the Portuguese Cup. We haven't won the Portuguese Cup uh, since last century. Um, it seems like that uh, at least. <laughs> but, but certainly um, – look uh, – any any there, there's there's losses in 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 losses at the dragon right there's a loss where you feel that you gave it your your all and you they were just much better but this sports team is not better not better than than our team but but again um uh, poorly motivated and as we mentioned the coach doesn't need to motivate players for these games like this uh poorly prepared uh i like the fact that he went with three guys in the midfield um but still, I mean, there was – Rafa didn't do much. Um, there was guys that were just neutralized. Um, so I think that there's nothing that you could say. You could make an argument for for the refereeing, but I don't even think that uh, the refereeing had that
1: much of a bearing I in mean, the game. I don't want to cry about it because, look, nah, uh, you could have called a penalty. We've been, to been robbed of worse. Yeah, you could have called a penalty on Otamendi on a push off on uh, Luis Diaz. I thought their second yellow card for the red card in the first half was a little harsh, but whatever, you know. Hey, look, we take it. But at the end of the day, it didn't matter. But if you could have played like like against seven like they did against Valencia, they wouldn't have won that game. It was just Porto wanted it more. They created the better chances. Um, even if he got, you know, those two goals that counted, I just still think Porto would have found yeah. a way to. Uh, it's one of those yeah. days, man. It's, it's, it, it, unfortunately, the sad thing is that this happens on a consistent basis when we go up there, with the exception of, you know, a victory every five years or so. Dave gave us a stat earlier. Um, I think it's what two and five in the oh, oh two and five. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, two zero victories, two draws, and five losses over the last seven matchups with Fuoco do Porto. And a lot of those have been red, with uh, red cards, uh, for the opposition. Yeah. And so, I don't, I don't, bro. I,
0: yeah, so so now we uh, we get to go up there again on Thursday um 9 p.m. local. So as I mentioned, no Otamendi, uh, no Grimaldo, no Darwin. I that um Darwin base it's Siri. What's a part Siri of the Siri doesn't understand
2: what's going on with Benfica no, She either. doesn't
0: understand what uh, that's going on, but but yeah, um we get to do it again. No Darwin, no Otamendi, no Grimmy, uh, as I mentioned. Um but here's the thing, dude. Um, and then I, I know that it's already been said, uh, Cristiano, that if the team shows something else, then shame on them for running the locker room the way they do and pushing the coach out the way they've done in the past couple couple coaches. Uh, but certainly, if there's uh, if there's an ounce of pride in these players, you gotta get up for this game, man. And I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna sit here and just, we gotta go in from the star, We gotta. We got we to gotta kill them because we always say that and that we're, we're more hyped up than the team when we get so disappointed. We you know get how we so got let these, down,
1: depressed. You now we got these pre-recording gadgets here. We're going to re- pre-record. We're going to go back, Alfredo, and cut up the audio from previous games. And when it comes time, we we hit a button simple <laughs> as that and just play it over and over because it's the same thing. We need, we need, we need, we need. Yeah, we need. They should have some pride. No shit. You know what I mean? They just, but then she goes, okay.
0: Yeah, it's just um, it's it's a shame. It's a shame, but did we um,
1: it goes we a lot deeper
0: than the coach. Did we yeah, we predictions? did predictions. I'll give, you, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you right now, Chris. You said two one for bifica I was close. I was Dave, close. Was it was close. you. You got three goals at least. Dave said two two zero Porto, and I said two oh, one Porto. Damn, but it's just it's just.
1: So the only and, wait, and it's so like wait, a lot of
0: people criticize me. Oh, you're, you're not a Benfiquista because you're you're predicting a, a win for Porto
1: in total Benfica fashion. They shit on the only Benfica that supported them. They let them down. <laughs> look at that! Look look at that! You support them. This is what happens. They shit on you. That's a lesson. It's a lesson going forward. What that was it right? That was I think yeah, that was the only those,
0: prediction. Those were the predictions. Um, you guys, you guys, uh, Freddy's. What were your predictions for um for the game? I gotta be honest with you. I'm a lot more positive about this game coming team. up than the one at Tasa.
1: Yeah, you drank the Verissimo kool aid before you came. I think you got the cartilla today. I don't know.
0: <laughs> nah, I just, I just think it's one of. the – I think that the the players
1: there has to be a level of pride that the players have
0: to uh, hey. tap
1: into. Hugo's drunk. <laughs> we said two nothing. Oh, Porto. Oh, no, two. We said two nothing. O- Benfica. That's Benfica. 2-0. No.
0: O- Oh yeah 2-0 yeah, for yeah, Benfica. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm with uh, let's uh, let's let's run some of these uh, some of these results. So, Hugo, 2-0 for for Befica. uh Saucy 3-0 Porto again. Uh, Joaquin Carapinha, 2-0 for Porto. Bru- <laughs> Bruno Reis a clown. Bruno 0-0, zero zero. <laughs> Davy Hand, 2-0 blue or 0-0 zero zero tie.
1: Um, that's two was... predictions. That's cheating. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold <laughs> on. How <did> go? <laughs> Not allowed. Not allowed. <laughs> and uh,
0: Diogo Reis Fenupao is like the weather outside. Minus three. <laughs> Nelson Carvalho one one. Um, reigning entertainment two one. Uh, Gomes nineteen eighty nine. Hey, João, that's two, my brother, two. João
1: Gomes, right there.
0: And uh, SLB E E S. Uh, two one. Yourself, yeah,
1: you know, Alfredo, you know Juanzinho in our group. He's usually the optimistic one. So he really is. N- not really surprised here. Okay. Who else? What? Two-one penalty for Porto to win it. Haven't had one of those in a while. <laughs> but
0: so
2: what I'm are, not confident what are to be honest.
1: Oh bye. Who wants to go first?
0: I'll go first. I'm gonna say a one-one.
2: You took it from me.
1: You're going one-one too, Dave.
2: Yeah. And that's that's considered a strong result in our favor. That's what we're stooping uh to is a one one draw is a good result in our in our favor here, but I think that's the best the best considering that we've got those three uh players, three of our starters out for this match here.
0: You go to the dragon, you beat Porto with Verissim at the helm, you set is on fire.
1: Yeah. Um
0: Chris, are you gonna be a realist, or you're gonna be?
1: Uh, I was being real you. last time when I said Benfica is gonna win for this. I I was. Maybe you I, were drinking. And yeah,
2: and you you posted those on Twitter, and yeah, I agree with Alfredo. Everyone is calling us uh, questioning no, no, our so, Benfica.
0: You're not Benficaistas. Yeah, we're always we always win.
2: Sorry for being realist and uh, not drinking the Kool Aid, but
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's gonna be goals scored in this game. Gonna be like. Three or more goals scored in this game.
2: Breaking news, there was uh, three goals scored in the last game. No, I know, I know. But
1: I see, (laughs) I see, I see. I I actually see more goals being scored this game. Um,
0: Diogo Reis, I see. uh, All kidding aside, I see guys come out for Verisim. 3-1 for Benfica. For this.
1: I was going with the Uh, At at the risk of getting barraged tomorrow by Hugo. Um, 3-1 Porto. Epa. Mm-hmm.
2: Should we all switch sides then? And,
1: and, maybe, and maybe and maybe, I'm being too optimistic about the one for Benfica because... <laughs> <laughs> no, Darwin. Uh, can't beat up on monks this time. Uh, Dude, yo, did listen.
0: anybody check uh, uh, Fabio Cardoso's studs? Here's I the question. That's a really bad cut, that... man, for Stepan.
1: Hey, Fabio Cardozo would have been a good signing, like I said at the beginning of the season. I ah, hey, better than Andre Almeida. You guys keep shitting on on, on Cardozo all day. Better than Andre Almeida. What's I going to say? Look, he, he, here's here's the real pertinent question. There are important things to talk about. Right? We just obviously went over the, 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 the predictions. Um. <laughs> does B.T. Beezy, pizza does he start on Thursday? That's the million-dollar question. And if he does – I'll jump in. If he does start, my man better be the player of the game. He better be in the stands serving drinks. He better be in the bathroom handing out towels. He better be everywhere. He better be everywhere.
0: Man, that's what I would like. Mm.
1: But, then, but then it's all for nothing then
0: to get rid of the coach. But you just, you just, so you, to, you give you, more power to the guy who, who started this whole thing by starting
1: him. You, you were stealing my thought. He called me today. I told him that. He's trying to sound smart. <laughs> um yeah, Listen, I, I'm just saying. The other question: Does he go to a four four two four four three three four two three one? Does he stick to his three four three three five two? What you guys think?
0: I think that he's going to go to 4. 4 in the back.
1: I do too, but the only hesitation I have is you got the two guys that are going to play in the middle, going to have going to be two lefties. That's the only hesitation nah, I have. It's not, you know?
0: it's not. I don't think it's going to matter. Okay. Well,
1: I don't think for, it's going it to matter for JJ. <laughs> hey,
0: you <laughs> never know. He might he might put uh Zaruz instead of uh, of uh, Murat.
2: Who's who's our who's our who's what be our I say 3-1? left one? back? Uh, four one. Dave, it's going up, buddy? Yeah. G- Gil Dias. Gil
1: Dias. I think Adriano made a play on the left. I'm <laughs> gonna tell you.
0: <laughs> He's got the power. That, that's just, that would just be typical Benfica, man. What
1: do you want me to tell you? You you do you honestly think they're gonna play a guy that was specifically brought in for JJ and Gil Dias? I don't think they're gonna play him.
0: Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not too big on Diaz, to
1: be honest with you. Come on, that's my hometown. Don't crack on him. But he's, uh, he's
0: he's got wheels. I don't know about defending.
1: I, I think I oh Jesus. If <laughs> PZ starts on Thursday, I will not watch another single game for the rest of the year. I yeah, think he's I,
0: starting, bro. I'm I'm considering not watching the game if, the, Look, if PZ's starting.
1: And I'm saying I think he's starting because there's no Darwin. I think I think they're probably going to play a 442 or 433. Um, Alfredo, because you're Bruno, such Bruno. Um, because that's you're a good such... shout.
0: Paul Bernard Paul Bernard in the middle. That's a good shout. Paul Bernardo, Mario, and Weigel.
1: Listen, since you you got the scoop on Verissi, what what formation does he play on the B team? Four. Four what? Four 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 two? Oh, four four two. Okay. Okay.
0: He plays four four or four
1: three three. Uh, he's trying to say, I dude. know he plays four uh four they're saying, no, they're four, saying four three. no they're saying four three three in the chat. Yeah so, if he gives
0: American four three three.
1: So yeah. if he plays don't... a four-three three, that's what I'm saying. So you might have PZ, Rafa, and Yarmchuk and, and
0: up top. <laughs> Why <are> you
1: laughing? joga. <laughs> if Pizzi Pizzi plays, Pizzi. man, I swear I'm not watching the game. About, look I I'll be watching the game but I'll be like him with my arms closed, crossed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't So I don't now know. they're saying they never played 4-3-3. Who's, I'm who, confused. who
0: else is not watching Who else is not watching the game if Petzi's
1: starts? Hey, <laughs> you'll all be there. Shut up.
0: <laughs> shut up. Shut up. No, I think the yeah, the I think they've they, they I, I know they play in the 4 2 or 4-3-3 and you know
1: Bro, PZ has to play, bro. PZ has to play, you say? Dave, after all this guard, he's, Dave, come on. you tell me all this nonsense for the guy not to play? He has to play. And he's going to get a standing ovation from the no-name boys up there. <laughs> Feathers. <For> <laughs> That's the <But> worst- <laughs> Dave, <laughs> what are you guys? That's
0: going to be PZ as he's- as Verissium is giving the-, the lineup, the starting 11.
1: What <laughs> <laughs> O guys okay. Meite is a muscle football. Do you watch? Tá bem, é pá. Esta malta. O Meite, se o Meite não joga agora, não é desta. Tá lixado. Yeah. Tá lixado. Não no, se jo- no joga. Jo- João
0: Ricardo Areia says 4-3-3. Three, three. I, I believe 4-3-3. Three, three. I know that's for uh for uh back, uh, yeah. four men back. yeah, so it'll be
1: it'll, be it'll be Gilberto on the right, Morato Vertangen. On the left, Andre Almeida, Vigel, João Mario. I would put i put my thing in there just to fuck someone up. Just yeah. voila. No, 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 no. You don't want to you don't want to see that in the game. Yeah. Joaquin yeah. Carapinha
0: says uh, all Benfica formation is 4 3 3. That's great. The whole formation plays 4 3 3, and then you need to get to the senior team is three. <laughs> oh, Says
1: some canal. <laughs> Dave, any reason to the poor salt in the wound? Does a lot of play left side too? Lazaro plays wherever you play him. <laughs> yeah,
0: Lazaro will play where you put him. Yeah,
1: but I, look, I just. The couple guys might titular for one day I don't know, man. We'll see. Yeah, but look, Lazaro will probably play on the left side. But I'm just yeah, try- If he's healthy, I think that. He'll How play many times right? we've all come on here over the years, Alfredo? We've been doing this for a while. And um I'm there almeida's I not playing, no way he's playing. He starts. I'm with you. I gave up. I gave up. I'm with you, Jean
0: Ricard. No Pizzi and Almeida. Those two could, could fuck off for all I, for all I care. For the rest of their lives. If I didn't if I didn't have to see him in a Benfica jersey, I'd be happy. I'd be happy. I as a matter of fact, I will take a fifth place finish by Benfica. If that guarantee me that both Pizzi and Andre Almeida wouldn't ever wear a oh, Benfica jersey ever again. No.
1: I'm all the ten razón when they say you're not Benfica, bro. I back them <laughs> up. I back them up.
0: That's how, how bad I, I dislike those two guys. But anyway. Gomes, was,
1: 1989.
0: Tomorrow half the team has COVID.
1: If uh Gomes, yo, Gomes Ronzinho always knows he's got a scoop, so I don't know if he's joking he's or he's scoop. trying to let us know. Joe he always got a scoop.
0: He does have a scoop, I gotta be honest. It's good. You're just browning up to him because you want that uh the
1: Verstappen uh helmet. Oh, no, that's my boy, bro. You know Ronzinho, I got nothing but love for I got nothing but love for all the Freddy's. But is my guy, he's my guy, Picks me anyway. Put, you know, we, we do good together. That is
0: all um that is all we got. Uh this week, it's it's been a, a fun-filled um, day of Benfica content uh, from all kinds of platforms except Benfica, right? Uh, so Benfica Pendant at their their forum, uh, Benfica After Ninety, uh, After Ninety was on. Also, I was watching those guys for for a bit. Uh, we're on now. Lots of Benfica talk. Let let's hope that this is the start of of a good thing. Uh, obviously. Uh, my choice for for a coach is someone other than than Frisim but i think his his appointment right now makes uh, makes the most sense to me at least um so let's just hey let's uh let's hope for the best at the dragao right let's not go uh, too hype into that and hopefully we can we can pull out a result what do you guys uh what are you guys thinking is it good enough Hour and twenty-eight minutes.
2: Thinking ah. I gotta wake up. Uh, gotta wake up early tomorrow. Gotta, got some darts to watch. Our boy José uh, de Souza's got a, a match early tomorrow morning. What 730? time? What time? Seven thirty Eastern. 730. Uh, th- Eastern Standard Time over here for uh, he's
0: throwing darts. at Seven thirty. He's over in England,
2: right? He's in over in England, so it's uh, seven thirty our time. What is this? Some kind of a championship? It's the uh, the World Championship twenty. Uh, it's their big tournament of the year. There we should get that guy on our podcast. We should figure out where where he uh, his loyalty lies first. Hey, pa, show's... Chico hey
1: Marcelino. I would love to love. Oh, this... oh, this... I would love to I would to You're Yeah, this yeah.
0: Gasparino, I think Gasperino and Gallardo Gasperini, are probably Gasperini. Gasparini. Yeah, but he Gallardo ain't leaving,
1: dude. He ain't leaving. Probably, he had Juventus. Yeah. He had Milan. He had big bucks thrown on. He wouldn't both. He's got so.
0: he's got a good thing going over there in yeah. Atlanta. I think they you will eventually take a step when he feels his right, but I think he's got a he's got a good thing, man. The, the team, the directive likes him, the city likes him, the players like him. He's playing well. Uh, look, uh Singer. C- Paul fonseca is one of my paul fonseca jardin gallardo and renato paiva are, my, are the four guys on my list so uh renato Paiva was on canal 11 today um there was an interview so if you if you want to catch that catch that he was t- i sent the clip to uh chris and, and Hugo about his um the process that he went through um to be chosen as the coach uh, for a team that supposedly plays in in third world football, um, two month process, several interviews, interviews by a psychologist, interviews by the presidents, interviews by uh, the sporting director, um, you know the whole the whole yard. If you if you have a chance, check that out. That there's actually a, a clip on Twitter going around. Anyway, Cristiano, point point pront.
1: Happy New Year, fellas. That's Thank right, man. Happy New Year. Twenty
0: twenty-two is right around the corner. Next yeah. time
1: we talk, it'll be twenty twenty-two. Appreciate the support and the love. Stay safe. Hopefully, Stay safe. you guys and the family are doing well. You know, rest in peace to our brother from Massachusetts and unfortunately right. passed away. Um, prayers to him and so. Again, appreciate the continued support, bro. Nothing but lovey. Carrega Benfica. Dia, nothing above Benfica. Players, coaches, they all come and go. But Benfica, as sempre.
0: Yeah, to all the Freddies, Happy New Year. As Cristiano mentioned, stay safe, stay aware. Um, and if you ride a bike at night, make sure you wear white. Thanks a lot. Dave,
2: last words. And wear a helmet. If you're going to not wear white, at least wear the helmet.
1: <laughs> Cristiano. Isso que a dizer, pá?
2: Dale, outro.
0: Peraí.
2: I love you, I love you, Jesus, I love you, Jesus.
0: <laughs> Take care, everyone. <coughs>